You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. Oh. You know what that means. It means my ringtone is going off. Someone is calling me. No! It means it's time for Talking Walking Dead. Hi, how you doing? This is Jeff Fisher along with Aaron Hernandez. Episode two of the Blaze Radio Network, Talking Walking Dead. You know what you should do to learn how to shut your phone off? Is a very important part of playing a ringtone, being able to actually stop it. Welcome to Talking Walking Dead. Um, we looked at, first of all, there are, a, I want to just want to, Talk about a different ways that the world can end for just a second, okay? We have, there's the, you know, the extreme climate change, the artificial intelligence, the super volcano, the nanotechnology, the nuclear war, the bad local government, global system collapse, asteroid impact, there's the global pandemic, synthetic biology. I think that's where we're at in The Walking Dead, the global pandemic. Pandemic synthetic biology. Last night was a pretty good episode, and it got started to see signs of getting dark, as Aaron kind of predicted last week. Yeah, it's getting there. And I thought it was. I thought it was really good. Uh, you know, I liked the episode, but it was a little bit of a slower pace coming off the death of Tyrese. I thought they would be picking it up, but they uh, seemed to take it down a little bit. Got a little bit more emotional. We got to see some other sides of the characters that we uh, probably wouldn't have seen. Um, so you see uh, some tension in the group, which is uh, which is exciting, but it was a little slow. Well, I mean, if they look, yeah, I'll give you a little bit depressing from time to time, but they are, they have dealt with quite a bit. Uh, so it was kind of, uh, you know, I, I think it was kind of needed as to, you know, yes, I'm, uh, you know, I need to uh, need to take a minute. And is it worth it? I mean, most of the time, I'm guessing when you're in a group like that, when it's such a small, powerful group, I mean, you've got to be start thinking about uh, is it going to go any farther, right? I mean, how much, how much more do we actually need to do before we just say enough? Yeah, I mean, you can see uh, kind of the the you can see people are starting to crack under the pressure. Yeah, you see Maggie. Maggie's starting to starting to give in a little bit. I, mean, I know it's hard. <laughs> I know, and you saw the signs. You know, they really they did really give you the signs of uh, of uh, going back to God with the Bible shot from the old lady in the barn, which was really interesting. You also see that uh, that Gabriel he takes off his collar. Yeah. You know, almost, uh, you know, almost like, you know, I'm losing my religion. Uh-huh. But but we did also see, and then they, you know, after, yeah, after that, we saw signs that, you know, you could take as coincidence or perhaps signs from God uh, when they needed, uh, they couldn't drink the water in the bottle of the road, uh, which is kind of strange. I kind of thought, well, maybe I'd, I'd have let, I'd have let uh, fake scientist boy drink it. You would have let the mullet drink it? Oh, yeah. Let him drink it. Let's see, see what happens. <laughs> mullet guinea pig. And Yeah, that's fine. Take a sip. Drink that first gallon. See what happens. Um, but, uh, you know, they couldn't. I got it. But then it rained, right? Rain, big yeah. storm. Got a big storm in. Uh, God's work uh, or coincidence with uh, the trees falling and the lightning and the storms with all the walkers outside the barn. Yeah, that's right? true. Yeah. 
Uh, and then the sign uh, at the very end, uh, at the very end of the show, which is, you know, okay, it's coincidence or is it a sign from uh, something, you know, a higher power of God? That is true. That's something that I actually kind of missed minus some of the, you know, the key things like Gabriel taking off his collar. Um, but yeah, definitely this, this episode seemed a lot uh, uh, based on faith, the faith of the group. Yeah. Where How much more can they take the environment itself and how much more should they be following Rick? I think that was also a big, uh, a big part of it for some of the people like Sasha. Sasha's kind of like, am I, are you guys my friends? Are you guys my family or my, are you guys just people that I'm uh, surviving with? And that's it. Well, and, uh, are they, are they her friends? <laughs> that's a good point. You know, that's a good point. In case of an emergency, you know, are the people that you uh, associate with, with yourself because of survival, do they become uh, uh, friends or do they become just, expendable? Yeah, expendable. Well, first of all, because Sasha really pissed me off last night. Okay, her little uh, her little tantrum at the bridge uh, could have cost somebody their life, big time. Because they had the they had the plan. Had it all worked out, they weren't. They didn't have to. They were getting tired. They hadn't had any food yet. They had. Uh, they hadn't run into food yet, which we'll talk about in a little bit. They hadn't run into water yet. They were uh, really uh, mentally and physically drained, and they needed to get by this herd. And the easiest way to do that without riling up, you notice some of the things that people don't talk about is that when you start killing some, they are they start going crazy, and get more fired up. So it's easier to kill them uh, quietly and often, so they don't get all wound. So the walkers don't get all wound up, yeah. and so they start smelling blood, kind of like sharks and sharks in the water. You know, they smell blood and they start going crazy, and that's what you know the herds of walkers do. That not that I'm a you know, <laughs> an expert on herds of walkers, all but I'm just saying what I've observed. Over my time with the Walking Dead, is that's what happens with the herds of walkers, and so you know you kill them quietly. You just push them down, push them down the ravine, get rid of them, push them down the ravine, uh, exert not a not much energy from you. Yeah, do it quickly. Don't get them. Don't get the walkers all wound up. Just let them keep coming until you get rid of them and throw them down the ravine. And then she had to she had to start stabbing them, start killing them, get them all wound up, and uh, that that could have cost somebody their life yeah so she needs to you know maybe uh back up a little big time and and yeah we understand that it's only been a few days after her brother's death and yeah she's uh you know really hurting because of it but you know that's kind of the world that they live in people die that's right. all the time so uh they she got she has to snap out of it that's right and it wasn't any of these people did everything they could to save him so Back up a little. Yeah, I think I think that's uh was a big uh, a big part of the show. I mean that was a that was a good plan. I mean, in fact, uh, if you follow me on Twitter at uh, JeffyMRA, I mean I do uh, live tweet the shows usually, and uh, that was one of my big tweets last night. Was uh, when that happened, it was work smarter, not harder. Dot dot dot. Plans just got dicked, <laughs> and uh, when after she started stabbing, and I uh, you know it's retweeted. Couple hundred times, favorited almost three hundred times. That's all. Thank you so much for those of you that are following me. <laughs> Can we hear I a appreciate round of applause? It. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, 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 no. Stop. Sit down. You don't want to worry. Not so. Not me. Oh, stop. Stop. No. Keep. Keep. No. Stop. 
Um, and then let's talk about food. We've often wondered, you know, how they, they they lived in the prison for a while. They were growing their own food. There was a still time that they were using some food from the prison as they cleared out some of the wings. Uh, they were still getting some food from the city that the governor had gone around and, uh, you know, robbed uh, other areas all around for food and supplies. Uh, and now we're down to, you know, there's no supplies. There's no, we're out walking around trying to uh, dig for food. We saw Rick eat a worm. Uh, Daryl ate the worm. Or Daryl, I said yeah. Rick. Yeah, Rick, uh, Daryl eat a worm. Um, yum. That's all I can say to that, just yum, yum. It's protein. Yeah, I mean, you do what you have to do, right? You got to do what you got to um, do. I know. I, I will say that I uh, I did kind of uh, jump a little when the dogs showed up. Me too. That that, that was that was, a, that was a really good scene. Yeah, that was a really good scene. It was like, oh, just that quick, you know, that sudden, whoa. Yeah, and Sasha took care of it. She, yes, she did. Now there's she, yes, she did. She was on point with that. Now, uh, and I, I mean, the first thing I thought of, hello, dinner, and it was, and that's what they did. So they did have a little food. It didn't seem the energy from the dog meat didn't seem to last very long. Though. No. Now let me ask you a question. Would you, in that case, in that I scenario, don't know. would you would you be like Sparky? Come here. I'm hungry. Oh my gosh! Yes. In a you heartbeat. Mean Sparky, my dog. <laughs> yes. If it's my dog. If it's your dog. If it's your oh, first. Oh, Sparky dog. already. Sparky already knows. <laughs> He's. Uh, I mean, we've already my. If you have a dog, if you haven't had that conversation with your dog, you need to have it. That's what I, I mean, got to do. I got to talk to my cats. You, you need to you need to have that conversation. Listen, when times get tough and I got no food, it's you. So, <laughs> I mean, we're just let's move on, okay? I mean, I love you and I'll pet you right here, but I need some food. It's you. All dogs go to heaven. It's all good. <laughs> all dogs go to my stomach if I need food. Okay? <laughs> oh yeah, you have to talk to Sparky. You have to. You gotta do it. Yeah, I mean, hello. People, animals, animals are are bred for our enjoyment. Whether we actually raise them for a little bit of fun or raise them for food, we are the top of the chain. There you go. That's evolution. So, yes, yeah, right. That's correct. So, sorry, Sparky, but <laughs> I'm hungry. Um, yeah, the dog, but the dog energy from the dogs didn't seem to last very long. I guess no. there must not have been that much meat, but they seemed awful wiped out after. I mean, I know that they were wiped out. They were on the road and they were in the water. It just seemed like they would have had a little bit more energy from the dogs than they did. So. Yeah, they definitely seem like they're the 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 journey is really starting to take a toll on their minds, on their spirits, and yeah. most definitely on their bodies. They need, they need to buckle down a little bit and find a place and 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 get some, you know build back up again a little bit i don't know I, th- I know that's what they're trying to get to right i mean we're headed to we're headed to uh washington dc yes yeah, so, on our way so right? so i think uh most definitely we're going to be seeing some type of new camp developing i i think they have to get off the road and they're going to yes. have to find a camp and i think this is where uh the the big development uh, right you know with right. aaron Tell me now. Tell me when Aaron showed up. All right, and, and that's that was another. Uh, she had in, in the show. She had her little uh, music box, and you know, she wound up and it wasn't working. And then Aaron showed up, and the music box showed up. So that was my other sign from you know coincidence or God. Yeah. And but uh, and you could take that either good or bad. God saying but bad or you know whatever. I mean, you need to talk to God and find out what He's telling you if you believe that god is talking to you in that way however that being said 
when uh, there was two times the dogs, the dogs. I was just like, whoa, and then uh, Aaron caught me off guard too. I mean, I, I'm just watching it. And I was like, oh, hello, out of nowhere. I know it's just like I was reaching for my gun. Yeah, and and you saw how the walkers were kind of like. I don't know if the weather could do that, but a lot of the walkers were dead when they were attacking the barn. When they came out of the barn, they were kind of scattered about. Yeah, that was I, I, that's what one of the things I was talking about was a, a you know a sign from God. Yeah, maybe maybe that was Aaron helping them out, taking care of some of them. Oh, maybe that's kind of his way of showing, hey, look, I come in peace. Or maybe could I hadn't he, thought of that. Yeah. However, he looked too clean. He come does, on, man. He does come look on, clean. Where's he coming from? He just got get the Winnebago out back taking showers. <laughs> Come on, we've been on the road, bro. Yeah, they're getting uh, it's a it's a rough place out on the road, and this guy looks you know squeaky clean. So yeah, I just came from the cafe. <laughs> Thought I'd stop by, and he knows who they are. Yeah, because he, he does. said he wanted to talk to their leader, Rick. He, he tried to pretend like uh, I need to talk to whoever's in charge. That's uh, Rick, right, or something like that. I was like, okay, no. So, so, so this guy looks like he does yoga and eats kale, and, uh, right. and then he comes out of nowhere looking back. Right. And so I think he's been following them for a while, possibly. He's been, uh, you know, uh, stalking so, them. It looks so darn clean, though. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, that's true. So maybe uh, I just don't know. I don't understand that. Because even uh, uh, who's the other guy that's been following him? The the black guy. Uh, remember he was from the earlier episodes? Oh, that's, uh, that's, What's uh, his name? Uh, Come on. Uh, it's, it's somewhere there. I just, I just okay. can't. But you know who I'm talking about. Yes, I do. You know him. Yeah. And, and I love that guy. His character is great, but, uh, he's been following him too. And even he is not really, I mean, he's got the backpack and the, you know, the hooded sweatshirt or the jacket or whatever. And. And the clothes, and he's walking by himself, and he's pretty low-key. He's not exactly, you know, stepped out of the shower clean. That's true. So this guy has to be uh, I mean, where is this guy coming from? Yeah. He has to be close, and he's- Got to be somewhere. Now, rumor has it, uh, Mr. Uh, I've read all the comic (laughs) books, Aaron Hernandez. I've read all the comic books, and I know what's going to happen, and it's going to get real dark was your tease last week. Uh, so, uh, is, where's Aaron from? Aaron's, I gotta know. I'm really, Aaron, it's really frustrating. Aaron's from a place called the Alexandria Safe Zone. Oh. And, um. So he isn't some, he's at least from some place that, uh, you know, where there's, there could quite possibly could be at least a tub. Yeah. It's a, it, it is a, uh, secure location. Yeah. I mean, they're not letting people run, you know, once you get there, it's like, okay, B.O. on the road for 18 weeks. Take a shower. Yeah. And, uh. Hose up. And I don't know how much can I give away here. I don't want to give away too much. How much can you give away? (laughs) So uh, the Alexandria Safe Zone is a uh, place in D.C. that hasn't been really touched by the epidemic. So it's uh, pretty clean. You're going to be able to drink your lattes, do some yoga. Really? Yeah, read a couple books and not have to worry about, uh, about getting bit or getting chased by crazy people. Wow. That's pretty amazing. I mean that can't last, and and uh, and that's kind of the thing that we see with this show that anything that's good and anything that they build it, it really doesn't last. So I think we're uh, heading into some pretty interesting storylines for the uh, upcoming episodes here. So how does he know? I was thinking. I was thinking that uh, how do they know who Rick is? How do they know this crowd? 
uh, I think they might have some type of like hearing radar something that they could pick up from a long distance and they've been uh, kind of stalking them and listening to them seeing if they're you know either you know oh, worthy, bad people uh, yeah worthy or good of people. what's happening yeah so should we should we bring these people in or oh, are these nice. guys are these guys potentially Look you know, at you. dangerous I love that I love that and you'd want to have that I mean if you could if that would be that would be technology you would kill for uh, in those days, no, no doubt about that. Yeah, most definitely, and uh, and especially you see, uh, you know, throughout the journey, you know, how many people they're running into that have just lost it, and they're they're gunning right. for you. You know, they see yeah. another person, you got a can of food, it's my can of food now. So well, you can't trust anybody, yeah, right? I mean, it's very hard anybody. to trust someone. So, uh, you know, that was the same deal uh, in the prison, right? I mean, you just couldn't trust them. Yeah, you. Uh, there was an episode in during that season where they saw somebody on the road, and they didn't right. pick him up. Rick was bummed about that too, yeah. and he had that guy, the bat, the backpack guy. Yeah, backpack guy. Because the end of the show, they picked up his backpack because he was dead. Yep, he was. Uh, he was. Gone Rick felt. I, Rick felt bad about that too because he could have saved him. Yeah, big time. I mean, they could have picked him up. Big time, but I think I think at this point in the game, they kind of. They're open to anything. They're open to the uh, no. They have to be the possibility I mean, of hope. Come on, they have. They have to have some kind of hope because right now they're at. They're not obviously not all of them, but most of them uh, have been through so much that they're ready to sit down and almost just let themselves die of shame because they, they're shame. They're ashamed that they've lived. That yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Because imagine being the last. Of everything, you know right. what I mean. You're literally the last of civilization, and they know they're not the last of civilization. But they they realize that they think you know all the people that they've been running into. They may believe that the, you may, you may believe that you're the last of a, the sane civilization. Yeah. And so if you believe that you're the last of, and that's kind of where I was talking about dying of shame, just a shame that they lived, is that they think that they're the last of the uh, the civilization that actually has some kind of uh, belief. Yeah. And a semblance of good. And uh, if you think that that's it, man, that's that's a tough road to hoe. Yeah, and I think they really they really hit that topic when Rick even says, "We are the Walking Dead. We are the ones that yeah. are roaming the earth." You know, because that's what they're doing. They don't have no home. They don't have any um, aspirations other than I need to survive another day. Yep. Hey, the future looks so bright, doesn't it? Looks good. Oh, wait, this is just a TV show. It's not real. Yeah, it looks pretty. It looks good. Hopefully. Cross your fingers. Okay, so we may, you know, you teased last week we were going to get dark. It's, okay. it's going to get dark. It's, and, it's, and, but I, now you tell me that we're going to go to a place where we're drinking lattes and taking showers together. Yeah, but. I mean, it's, come on, that's a good life. But there's always trouble in paradise. Let's just put it that way. Oh. All right, we'll leave you with that. There's always trouble in paradise. Think about it. Talking Walking Dead, Jeff Fisher along with Aaron Hernandez. We'll 